If you travel, you know how to really go off the grid. Like no cell service in your room, off the grid. You know which remote retreats have the best herbal baths, sound baths, and ice baths. Because when you set up your out-of-office, you mean it. Because when you're the escape artist, vacation is all about resting, meditating, drinking water, and minding your own businessing. The Delta Sky Miles Platinum American Express card. If you travel, you know. Learn more at go.amex slash you know. At Metro by T-Mobile, there's not a yada yada. That means no contracts, no price hikes, and no surprises. We don't even hide what the lawyers make us say. We put it first. When we say no price hikes, we mean when you join Metro, your price will never increase for talk, text, and smartphone data. Our only exclusions are for limited time promos, free use charges, and third-party services. Nada yada yada means wireless without the gotcha. Only at Metro. Hey guys, this episode of The Read is brought to you by Audible. We know y'all love to read as much as we do, so support Audible for supporting us by going to audiblepodcast.com slash READ to get your 30-day free trial and a free audiobook. That's audiblepodcast.com slash READ. Get started for free, find exactly what you're looking for, and let's get the show started. All right. I don't know what I was like sitting back waiting. Like I don't know what what are you just doing? Just say your all right shit and let's start. <laughs> right, quit trying to act like you're not gonna say all right, nigga. We know you're gonna say all right. I can't help it. So listen, <laughs> hello everyone. I am Terio. I am Carl Kanai. <laughs> and this is the read. Here we are. Oh my goodness, nigga, 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 <laughs> nigga, nigga, nigga. What's really good, nigga? So, we have a few things to talk about. Oh, yeah? Famous things happened this week? A few. Okay. And I'm going to just go ahead and start with Oprah. (laughs) Yeah. The top celebrity, like, on Um, the planet. I mean, she has, like, completely ascended from the, like, the term celebrity. Yeah. She's just, right. No. And I'm. I just want you to know that I'm physically incapable of saying anything bad about her. So whatever you about to I say, I can't do it. Okay, so let's just go ahead and find out what Oprah did this week. But I just want you so, to know that I can't say anything bad about her. Like, I'm just not allowed. I'm like not. I I'm not programmed that way. Right, it just doesn't work. It just I don't. I'm not capable of doing it. I don't know how. Scientifically, <laughs> it is impossible. Biologically, I'm unable. Right. So Oprah was on Entertainment Tonight. And she told a story um, like this. They were talking about like racial profiling and stuff like that. Uh-huh. And she told a story about a time that she went to Switzerland and she went to like some boutique somewhere and she didn't say the name of it. And she talked about how she was looking at these bags and the one of the employees there after she Oprah right. says like looks at this bag she likes and says, "Ooh, let me see that bag. The lady who worked in there told her that she couldn't see it. Girl. Like she couldn't afford it. Girl, it was too. Well, she didn't say you couldn't afford it. I think the girl said like it's too expensive, which is right. the exact, it's same, the exact thing. same thing. Right. But you know, Oprah was like, "Ooh," and so the girl tried to like re- <laughs> <laughs> the girl tried to like redirect her to some other bags that she thought maybe. Like but Oprah show. was like, "No, no, sweetie, I want to see that bag." Right. And the woman just insisted, like, "No, girl, I don't think you heard me." Your black ass. It's not for you. Right. 
it's too much money since how many how many times do I have to tell you like, the answer is no I'm not gonna even waste my time turning around and grabbing this bag for your broke ass <laughs> you clearly have no money you're black like what dumb girl so I guess Man, after a while listen. and this is why I live for Oprah because Oprah Oprah is a shining example of being like of, about of flying above right she That's is. it. She's a prime example of a bitch who is so sickening that she doesn't even have time. Like, she's like almost entertained by dumb shit like right. that. Because Oprah was like, she could have pulled out her black card, which, which is probably like somewhere up in her wig. She probably got like seven black cards right. up in her hair somewhere. Like, nigga, Oprah has all the money. What do you mean? Like, she has all of it. Oprah could like push her own belly button and a million dollars fall out her mouth. Like this bitch is, what are you talking about? Like we all owe Oprah. But instead of like coming for this bitch's edges, Oprah was just like, you know what? Maybe you're right. And she just left. That's crazy to me. Kanye would have set that motherfucker on fire. Burned it to the ground. I mean, it wouldn't be shit left standing if somebody had told Kanye he couldn't afford a belt or whatever the fuck. Jesus. (laughs) So she told the story on Entertainment Tonight and um, people were obviously like, (laughs) bitch, because how do you not know? How do you not know Oprah? Well, I think the Oprah show like Switzerland or wherever this happened is one of the very few countries where this show didn't air. So I guess right. it's somehow possible that you don't know who he, she is, but why do you just assume that she can't afford? This I mean, bag? it's obviously a very nice store, so I don't understand why you wouldn't just extend the courtesy to anybody who comes in that motherfucker. Like, why wouldn't you just show her, especially because the girl says she doesn't get commission. So why wouldn't you just show, show her, her the, the damn bag. bag? Was it just like too much for you to reach up and get it, girl? Like, just go get the fucking bag. But whatever. Because Oprah said on Twitter, like, she found out the bag was actually like $45,000 whatever. She's like, you're right. I sure wasn't about to pay that for no damn purse. So, <laughs> right. so you saved your energy, girl. Right. So what I thought was just kind of like, uh was today Oprah like halfway apologized what because like the owner of the store seemed to take it like uh, like offense to it mind you Oprah didn't say the name of the damn place oh so they told them themselves basically okay and so the owner of the place named Trudy whatever the fuck says I don't know why she talked of racism I'm sorry but perhaps she's being a little oversensitive here and she tried to say that Oprah Ooh. was offended because she wasn't immediately recognized and Oprah said well this is her apology I think that incident in Switzerland was just an incident in Switzerland. I'm really sorry that it got blown up. But this is where she reads toward the end. She says, I'm in a store and the person doesn't obviously know that I carry the black card. And so they make an assessment based upon the way I look and who I am. You should be able to go in the store looking like whatever you look like and say, I'd like to see this. And that didn't happen. Oh, well. Huh. Is that not some common sense Shut your, your mouth. Ass? Shut you right the fuck on up now, didn't she? Nigga. This is Oprah. Oprah could afford to buy Switzerland. Oprah like, could buy and sell that lady. Like, who, who do you think you are? It's Oprah. Like, I'm sorry, but no. And the, and the But she's right. The fact is that it doesn't matter if it's Oprah or some anonymous rich black lady I or my regular store. ass. And I don't have $10 for no damn purse, much less 50000 or whatever the fuck. Girl, it doesn't matter. If a customer asks to see the fucking bag, just, just show her the show damn bag. show them the bag. And it's Oprah. Like, you just... I bet this lady is haunted by this. Like, she probably doesn't sleep very well and she has nightmares and shit. Well, you should have shut your mouth, (laughs) ma'am. Because now the whole world knows where that bullshit came from. Okay, y'all gonna learn. 
I bet you won't sell that $38,000 bag now. Are you, do you think Oprah's really hurt because she didn't get the chance to, to spend $38,000 Oprah was just riding in a hot air balloon over the goddamn <laughs> Serengeti while these white people were making her her breakfast. Oprah has her own orchards and shit. Oprah got like her own like like laborers in her damn orchard with like trays that say Oprah on them and they go around picking her greens and shit. And this is like, true. St- we're not even making this up. Oprah be twit picking brunch and the shit be looking like the last supper. Oprah be having like golden brown biscuits and blue ivy in the corner and like this bitch fresh has ponds in the back with these fucking like koi fish straight out of fucking Asia somewhere. She's got mermaids and okay. dragons and shit in her backyard. What do you like? What? The, the hallways in Oprah's house are paved with gold. Do you think Oprah is really stressed out over not spending thirty eight thousand dollars on this bag? It's, it's nothing to Oprah. That's it. You the one upset girl. Oprah is still living and breathing and having her being. So, let's just talk about Beyonce. <laughs> okay. I mean, when don't we? Right. But right after last week, where we got ready, where we got done praising Beyonce <laughs> and all of that hair, she did this on purpose. Like she snatched all of it out. She did and cut her hair down. And put it all up on Instagram and Tumblr. Uh, now, personally, I think that she looks good. She looks fantastic. Because Beyonce has a nice face. And, like, people with, like, short hair, it brings your face out. Right. So it's just like, you know, if you have, like, a beautiful face, you can rock a short haircut. Even if your face isn't beautiful, but if you have, like, really striking features or something right. about you that's just really nice about out. your face, having short hair... Makes you look that much better. Right. So, I mean... She just I looks mean, like a golden, warm, pixie, creole, magic, fairy lady. And I just love her. Now, this is a thing for me. I thought that it was beautiful. And obviously, I celebrate all things Beyonce. But I didn't think it was that big a deal. Like, people were creating all of these memes. It was like on CNN. It yeah, was like... Yeah, it should not have been national news. She just got a haircut. Like... And at first, everybody was like, oh, well, it's a lace front. And then it came out like, no, girl, she took the weave out and cut off her hair. And then it was just like, but why do I mean, and I say this as someone who cares about almost everything Beyonce does. Like, why do we care? I saw it and I was like, "Okay, it's cute. And yeah, it looks nice. That's the end, girl. And it's not the first time that we've seen her with short hair. Because remember when she was doing, when she did kind of like records and she did wear those Yeah, that, wigs? those Etta James wigs. Yeah. Right. And I was like, oh, this is cute. But it kind of reminds me of that. The color wasn't good on her. It like washed her out. But I mean, you know, the short hair itself is fine on Beyonce. So. I just didn't see the big deal. Like, it's just, it, it really isn't, y'all. The only thing that interested me about it was that I, I. I mean, she cut it, like, right after the tour was over. And from what I heard, she's going into, like, power battle mode. Like, she's transforming. Oh, okay. Well. Beyonce is in Tribeca right now with the stars and shit that Sailor Moon does. (laughs) And those ribbons are being wrapped around her. (laughs) This bitch is, like, coming into some shit. So what interested me me about her cutting her hair was, like, does it have anything to do with... You know, because I heard maybe. she's shooting videos. Mm. So, I mean, I mean, that could be interesting. Like, that's something, I guess, for people to keep their ears out for. But as far as, you know, just the, the fact that she cut her, her hair, hair right. It was just like, like, oh, like, OK, she cut her hair and put it on Instagram. How many right. girls do this? Every Literally, day? like, it's cute. OK, like, I mean, that's really all I have for that. All right. So next, let's talk about this R&B. <laughs> Oh, girl, do I want to know? Probably not. Okay. Tamar Braxton okay. and K. Michelle 
apparently are beefing. I think that this is hilarious because is this I don't a real like, story or is this a rumor? No, this is real. Okay. I don't like either one of these girls. Right. So, so you're just going to get a lot of pleasure so it's out just of like this. I don't even have anything but a laugh here. <laughs> okay. But apparently they've had like some bickering going on for like a while. And I'm not exactly like I can't remember exactly where it came from. But K. Michelle called Tamar uh, a Muppet. Oh, I think what happened was <sighs> Tamar is friends with Mem Pitts, who K. Michelle claims whooped her ass. Yeah. Um, or actually, I think Tamar is friends with Toya, who is his wife. Wife, okay. And so I think that she might have made like a comment once when Love and Hip Hop was airing, and that's where the whole like animosity between these two came from. But okay. Um, and there's been like cease and desist letters thrown back. Girl, for what? But today, what happened was, or yesterday, whenever this week, um, I guess K. Michelle got like a new wig. This is real petty. Okay. K. Michelle got like a new wig or whatever, which is like her 13th wig this week. And um, Tamar must have seen it and said, damn, lost my wig because it looks like hers. Some shit like that. And so she tweeted, damn, I lost my wig. And K. Michelle tweeted, you didn't lose your wig. Kermit snatched it. Really? Then she said, rebel against Muppets Gone Wild. No shade. Rebel against lip syncing and buying your own singles. Neither one of them looks good in her wig, though. This is so, the situation. I'm pressed to find a reason for this to even be happening. Come like, on in the room. Both of you look goddamn dreadful in those wigs first of all k michelle you can keep it cute with all these comments about her you know muppet whatever because yes clearly tamar it is not a secret and it's not hidden yeah that she has had work done on that yeah. face but you have had work done in plenty of places your damn self your ass looks ridiculous and not like sexy it looks like why the fuck and apparently she just came out and admitted that that ass was real because you remember like fake. like the, she, yeah I mean that her ass was fake right because you know before she was like talking about how it's cornbread and she's from the south and all that stuff. and finally now for whatever oh, reason girl. she was just like because girl who are you trying to kid like first of all anybody who saw the perform before and afters it ain't no amount of squats it ain't no greens it ain't nobody's hot water cornbread it ain't nothing in this world that's gonna take your ass from what k michelle had from a grape to a watermelon it's just not gonna do it (laughs) so it was clearly fake girl so i don't i can't even believe anybody believed that lie but i have a couple of friends who were like i thought our ass was real i'm like girl but did you the fuck you didn't did you think Nicki Minaj literally like a midget is rolled up and attached to the back of her body like girl no they probably do think Nicki Minaj's ass is people real. thought that Coco's ass was real Ice T's bitch are you fucking kidding like <sighs> cause she used to say it was real for the longest time and all these people were like well she said it's real so okay. I guess it is well, and right. then finally like I, I don't know how long ago she finally admitted that it was maybe real. once the stigma against fake asses went away then everybody felt like they could admit that theirs was fake but girl I don't even know why there was such a huge sti- like I mean well girl, because a lot of these girls are getting fucking fixed flat inserted into their right. ass in hotel rooms. I mean, aside from that. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's clearly. What, that's what that is. But which I is mean, very dangerous and please don't do that. Please do not. 
I mean, Goddamn, it please. shouldn't be. It just, there's nothing, there's no amount of tricking, stripping, prostituting that's worth having some bitch in a hotel room inject fix a flat in your ass girl it just isn't and some lady in europe lost like her legs and her arms and her nose and her ass like she lost basically everything you need to function as a regular person because she went to get her ass done so just if you if you must please go to a doctor yes please go to a professional and and just just in case you don't know this doctors don't work out of hotel rooms for like two thousand dollars so yeah okay Anyway, okay, don't do that Macy Gray for color yeah. girls. No, 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 none of that. No, but like, I'm, all I meant was that like, when it comes to fake asses to me, it's just kind of like fake breasts. Like if you get, you know, your ass done, just get something reasonable. Like right. you don't get these ridiculous, like when Kelly Rowland got implants, you hardly remember that she and got she them. And she looks fantastic. And she looks amazing. Yes. So just do something normal. Right. It just, it doesn't have to be this whole big deal. And you see, this is what happens every week when we talk about some bitches that we really don't even like care when about. Ashley Simpson got her nose done. Everybody knew because obviously Ashley Simpson all of a sudden looks a lot better. But <laughs> it was a regular fucking nose. She didn't get like the deluxe, you know, right, one eighth of the, nose special. She didn't get the platinum package. She just went from what is that to oh, Ashley oh, Simpson okay. has a regular nose now. Looks all good, right. and that's the end. You don't have to. You don't go from an A cup to a fucking triple H. Look, Nicki Minaj. Stop. <laughs> you are fine right, right where you there, are. Right there, girl. Leave it alone. Don't go a step further. Because look at You're Kim. Good. Look, at, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> look at Kim. Nobody told look, Kim, girl, stop. No one. And now Kim looks like a geisha. So, <laughs> so just don't do it. Just stop right there, Nikki. You're beautiful. Right. Leave it alone. So back to these two. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, whatever. So I guess they don't see it for each other at this point. And if they run into each other in the street, maybe they'll fight. I don't know. Both of them are mothers. They both have albums like, well, K. Michelle's album is out. Tamar Braxton's album's coming out soon. And they both, whether I like them or not, have great voices and so like y'all leave each other the fuck alone like you're both really scrambling for a sale right i just feel like people like when celebrities engage in this shit it must be because they just really like to because who like i just don't enjoy drama in that way to where i would publicly pick a fight with another personality and just argue back and forth with them like you just must love this shit like you just must really get off on this shit because otherwise girl who cares like Go in there and see whose album does better, you know? Exactly. Go see who makes more on tour. But this bullshit about wigs and shit, when both of y'all wigs are terrible, call whoever's doing Nikki's wigs now. Shit. Oscar James. I just tweeted about that on the way over here because I saw pictures of her on Instagram and I was like, you know what? Who the fuck (laughs) is the one who took over with Nicki Minaj's wig game, bitch? Because they deserve a plaque or an NAACP image award. You you need something. Yeah. Because you really swooped down like an angel in the fucking evening for that bitch and saved her whole head. <laughs> Nikki's whole make under I'm completely here for. Thank like I have just She looks great. She does. She looks fantastic. So both of y'all need to stop whoever is giving your current wigs. Don't call that nigga no more and find somebody else. Cause both of y'all look crazy as hell. And if you're going to battle each other, do like something fun. Battle on Billboard. Battle on <laughs> You said that. <laughs> Hashtag battle on billboard. Okay, fight for these checks. Don't fight for these retweets, girl. And I mean, at the very least, even if you don't, Tamar is the one who wins here because her husband's got all Lady Gaga's on. Oh, well, I mean, okay. So, talking about um, battling, let's, I don't know how 
well you're gonna do with this one but <laughs> okay kendrick lamar oh my god do you know who that is i do motherfucker okay great my, uh, I mean, hey, look. I will admit, though, that I was introduced to him because of his stand anthem for Beyonce. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. He wrote a whole song about how he stands for Beyonce. And that's the first that was the first time I was introduced to Kendrick Lamar. So that's actually what got me interested in him. Janae Aiko's mixtape is the one that got that's okay. what introduced me to him. Um, he's good. Yeah, he's amazing. And he was on this record um, that Big Sean left off of his album. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Big Sean left this out this song called Control off of his um Hall of Fame album that's supposed to be coming out anytime soon. Yeah. And he claims that he didn't put the song on the album because they had issues with the sample. Yeah. I guess getting the licensing or whatever to use the sample. Which I'm not gonna say it's a lie, because that could very well be true. Yeah, it's probably true. That is probably true, but if it is true. That is the most goddamn, most convenient excuse of all time. And known to man. Kendrick Lamar ripped the fuck out of Big Sean on this song. He ripped that man <laughs> into... Naya Rivera got two boyfriends now. Because, <laughs> <laughs> bitch, Kendrick Lamar Kendrick, split him from Kendrick the roots Lamar of the two Lamar killed that shit so bad that I cannot figure out why Big Sean leaked it. Like, why would you even <laughs> tell the world that this happened? Well, he claimed that he just knows how important it was to hip hop. How about you just release Kendrick's verse then? Why would you release the whole song so that everybody can hear how garbage you sound next to him <laughs> and how I liked his verse, but it was it, it was, was like just, it was like it was okay until you heard Kendrick's verse and then you were like, it oh, was wait. like Gina and Pam. <laughs> It was like Gina and Pam. Because when yes. Gina would sing alone, like, it would be okay, like, all right. This is cute. And, and then, then Pam, Pam would in. come in and it was like. And Pam just come and Beyonce the whole thing. Right. And you'd be like, well, God damn it. God damn it, Pam. Well, it's just right. like that. It is. Because I was surprised at how much I didn't hate Big Sean's verse at first. I was like, what's the issue here? You know, I mean, it's not great, but it doesn't suck. And then no shade, Jay Electronica was Girl. basically hustle man. He was basically hustle man because he had to pick up the pieces, bitch, because nobody. I, just, I would just. Like, take me off the track. Like, nigga. take me off the whole thing. Like, I, don't just, I didn't come that. in here. I'll give you your money back. I'm not even going to charge or you. Or you could have at least put me before him. Like, just let, let Kendrick Lamar close that song out, nigga, because it's not right that the song goes from okay to great to what just happened. Like, like I'm still trying to recover from what Kendrick just man. did. All right. So, like, we just basically spent all this time like, standing <laughs> out for him. But if you don't know, Kendrick Lamar is like the it guy. Like the it, the new one. A lot of buzz about Kendrick Lamar in rap. Yeah, um, his gotta be because even I know who he is, and right. I usually don't. Right. So. Um, and he's signed to to TDE, um, and he's from Compton and all of that great shit. Yes, he is. And so he was on this song called Control, and other than the whole entire three minute verse being just amazing yeah the thing that stood out the most was when he basically called out like every other newcomer yeah in hip hop right now yeah and basically said I like y'all but fuck you yeah like he said um, oh, the words <laughs> I'm usually homeboys with the same niggas I'm rhyming with but this is hip hop and them niggas should know what time it is and then he names Jermaine Cole Big Crit Wale Pusha T Meek Mill ASAP Rocky Drake Big Sean, Jay Electronica, Tyler, the creator, mm -hmm. and Mac Miller. God honest, don't know how Mac Miller got on the yeah, internet. No, 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 shade, no. But whatever. Don't really see how Wale ended up there either. But anyway, <sighs> well, another question for him. He says, day. I got love for you all, but I'm trying to murder you niggas. 
trying to make sure your core fans never heard of you niggas. They don't want to hear not one more noun or verb from you niggas. Jesus. He also called himself Machiavelli's offspring and said that he's the king of New York. This nigga and the said, niggas from Compton. This nigga said y'all are going to stick to prepositions and adjectives from here on out because I'm about to slay like all of you. None of you are shit. Like do better. Like goddamn. He seriously. Kendrick Lamar is like the kid on the playground that had the Game Boy Color when everybody else had Game Boy Pocket. Right. Like he really <laughs> was just like, girl, so I'm bored. And he was like, the only ones in my league is Jay, Nas, M, and Andre 3000. The rest of you, a girl do better. Why aren't you gods like us? Like, <laughs> like he went ahead and made that, that extreme reach. Right. And put himself, which I mean, go ahead and talk your shit. Like, if you don't believe in you, who the fuck else will? I mean, so go ahead and big yourself from up. pretty much all of those people. Bitch, I'm this American life. Like, I'm just going to say it. Like, I'm just going to put it out there. Like, bitch, I'm, that's us, nigga. We here and you there. Like, like, I mean, just reach for the stars, Kendrick. Okay, whatever. Like, okay, that was a reach. But then to just call out all of these peers, like, it was just, I didn't feel like it was disrespectful, but I no, knew it niggas, wasn't. I knew niggas was going to take it away. And of course they did. Listen, first of all, what Kendrick clearly did here was say that he, this is hip hop and he just needs for, he he's bored. Yeah. And he wants for it to be exciting. It's a competition. And I've always, from the moment that I heard that first song from him, mm-hmm. I was like, this nigga is about his music. Like, Kendrick Lamar, to me, is not one of these rappers who's out here just trying to ride everybody else's dick and be famous and be this huge thing in pop right. culture. Like, he wants to be legendary for the music that he creates for hip-hop. Good. And that's what this is about to No me. more like Molly. Saying, no more turn up. All of that we bullshit all that y'all shit. talking Come about. Oh, nigga, rap, nigga. Who the fuck is... And then for him to say that he's the king of New York? Yeah. Apparently, a lot of people felt a way about that. I'm not really big on that whole... Because New York rap right now is like, girl, they don't... Aside from Jay-Z, they don't have, like... I mean, but I just... That whole, like, oh, you the king of my city, and I'm the guy... Like, oh, girl, like, who cares? Like, it just seems like something that somebody would say deliberately to get under your skin. So why take it that seriously? But, but that was kind of the point. Yeah. It was to get under their skin. Like, it right, so for, that was for the... for people to put out music and rap. And then they did. But right. I mean, not any of the niggas' but names. But not any of the niggas <laughs> that he mentioned. <laughs> Most of the people that he actually mentioned, their responses were like compliments like oh my god thank god he did this like i fuck with this nigga like you know what i mean and he's like cool like jermaine jermaine cole Cole (laughs) and kendrick lamar have talked about doing like a a whole collab album together and you know like he's cool with a lot of people that he named he's cool with drake they toured together i think at one point it's like are they oh god the drake memes i feel so guilty for laughing at those but some of them are just so funny like they're they're all like hilarious like like y'all leave drake alone but they did like a whole like fake screenshot from an iphone text or he <laughs> my was mom's like, calling my your mom's mom. calling your mom that's where i lost it like come on man that's hilarious that's it is it's so funny but oh. out of all the people that he mentioned i would really only be interested in hearing responses from j cole and drake yeah i don't really care to hear what anybody else maybe push her but i don't, I don't, I don't really, really see why he put tyler the creator in that because i kind of feel like tyler the creator is not really a rapper like i know he is but i just kind of view him differently kind of like black hipster kind of like a, a hip-hop version of Solange. right he's just kind of right. like you know i'm different and I, I rap different you know that whole that's what i like that whole odd future thing right so i mean i just 
I see what he's saying, and and I was definitely entertained by it. So thank you. But a lot of people were saying, well, those people shouldn't even feel the need to respond because he, you know, the people who should be offended are the ones that he didn't mention. And I was like, how, girl? He said that he wants to make sure that none of these niggas have a career. <laughs> Well, I think people were saying at least he thought of you, you know, as somebody he wants to stop right. out. The rest of you are non-motherfucking factors. And maybe that's what, because girl, so far. So it's kind of like more disrespectful. Right. So far, we have musical responses yeah. from Joel Ortiz, mm-hmm. who is a part of Slaughterhouse. Yeah. And he killed. He did. That fucking record that he did. He put it out like the very next day. And a lot of people were like, who the fuck is Joel Ortiz? And it's like, okay, girl. But the thing here is, I think it's less about popularity and more so about rap music and talent. Right. And he did an amazing right. response. He's a, he's he's a talented rapper. Joe Budden, on the other hand, who is a part of Slaughterhouse, the only response I've seen from him so far is tweets and Ustream. Yeah, I've seen him kind of encouraging niggas. Like, yeah, how come like ain't nobody even, in the studio, nigga? Why come you why, in the studio? Aren't you a rapper? Like, like, isn't this what you do? He was on Ustream. Like, I saw a clip of, like, someone put up on YouTube this Ustream of him, like, in some place smoking hookah and been like, man, these niggas are fags. They're like, nobody's going to respond. It's like, I got to get these niggas to respond. Like, girl, what do you do for a living? Like, you work at Starbucks? Bitch, ain't you a rapper, Why are you too? acting like you the promoter? You so why are you acting like you the manager, the hype man? Like, nigga, ain't you a rapper, too? <laughs> this nigga's a reality show And star I would now. actually be, like, because Joe Budden can rap. He's like a Twitter nigga, but he can rap. I would be interested in hearing a response from you. So, like, what the fuck is taking you so goddamn long? B.O.B. got a response. Astro from I like fucking... I B.O.B.'s a- response, too. Astro from X Factor, the nigga who's, like, 12. Oh, my God. He's got a response. Jesus. And, like, I don't even know who else. Like, I think Lupe Somebody. Fiasco. Oh, like, yeah. And Lupe Fiasco, his wasn't, his wasn't bad either, even though he is so sensitive on Twitter. And just, just nobody can figure out what that's about. But I felt like his response was actually pretty good and rather clever so i mean i'm here for all of the responses but i don't feel like anybody should feel obligated like don't let what this nigga said in a track that didn't make an album you know derail you from whatever the fuck you're doing right now listen i don't give a fuck if you weren't mentioned i just love what this is doing for hip-hop girl if i can get some some verses from trick daddy out of this okay you know what it was all how about you wake up it. because that dream's not gonna come true i want it i mean we I want, all do but you know I want me an ex you're wishing on the moon, and it's just not going to happen. I wish Remy Ma wasn't in prison. Where is LaChat? That's an amazing question. God damn it. Like, what the fuck? Charlie Even Kaya, and Kaya dragged both of us on the internet. I just... I'd actually like to hear that. I want to hear Kaya did Kaya. try it with both of us on the internet, and I still want to hear that shit. Yeah. <laughs> because, oh, and you know who else was talking shit speaking of Kaya? Because, like, this reminded me of that. Gucci. And Gucci didn't even <laughs> respond to Kendrick as much as he was like, name the, your most, like, your top three pussy ass rappers. And then I think he said, like, T.I., Jeezy, and somebody else. Right. And I was like, Gucci. Nigga, what? But you, you literally always have mushroom soup in the corners of your mouth. <laughs> like, I don't even. Did you see a tweet about selling Waka Flocka? Like, yes, you can have this I nigga's next three albums one. for a million dollars? Right. <laughs> like, girl, what this are you even? This nigga is so rude. Like, what? 
Like you pushed a bitch out of a car and like punched another girl in the face on stage. And still somebody invited him to career day at their baby school. Like, girl, this is not the nigga you want talking to the kids. Like, I love Gucci's music, like I said on Twitter, because right. I think I'm 75% hood. Gucci. Maybe 80. And that's why I like Kaya's fucking And those are conservative music. estimates. And Kaya could put out some tr- like hood bullshit tomorrow and I'll probably get my life. And that bitch right. tried me. It just, it is right. what it is. So like, what are you going to do? But if I don't I'm know. entertained by your bullshit, then I'm entertained by by it whether it's directed to me or not exactly so, come on so i don't know it's just i love what this is doing this is great and i'm just interested in seeing more responses and what this is going to do for him because like now niggas who can't rap just ha- they've been quiet yeah they haven't you, been tweeting yeah and i think slim thug said something about how i'm not really a battle <laughs> rapper i just like to sit back and get high or whatever and niggas was like so you can't rap Exactly. Like, so basically, you mean so you're that saying you can't, you can't rap. rap. All That's right. What this is All okay. right. Great. Well, well it was nice talking actually, to you. nobody was saying anything about you on the song. So I think a lot of rappers spoke up, and it was like, but but who? but niece. Mm, no one said anything. Mm, to you. Like I, I think Soldier Boy said something, or somebody said Soldier Boy said something. Like, girl, you can keep that gun in the holster. I want him to put a response out. <laughs> I do. Oh no, Soldier Boy got kicked off of an airplane for being belligerent. Like, oh, is that what happened? Like an American Airlines flight, girl. Like the flight attendants told him to sit his ass down and he didn't. And then they told him again and he didn't. And then they were like, okay, you can get the fuck off the plane. Like we don't play this. Oh, that's what happens when you eat cat snacks, pussy. <laughs> that's just, ugh. Well, girl, thank you, Kendrick. Cocaine I, and chlamydia. Ugh. I think that you are quickly on your way to becoming like a hip hop icon. Especially since you live for Beyonce. I mean. As you should. Duh. If you haven't heard that song, check it out because it's actually low key hilarious. I like it better than Girls Love Beyonce. I do too. But I really like James Fauntleroy on Girls Love Beyonce, so. I do too, and that's the only part I like. Yeah. Well, I mean, I can't blame you. Well, that's that. Let's let's move forward. (laughs) Okay, let's do that. Pop culture shit. Woo, it was fun. All right. So, guys, don't forget to check out our lovely sponsors, Hulu Plus, on over at HuluPlus.com slash The Read and get you a taste of their amazing program and find something on there that I'm sure is a TV show you're addicted to. Right now, I'm going back and watching the following all over again, and I cannot wait for season two. And when season two starts, I'm sure you'll get a taste of that on Hulu Plus, too. Don't forget, you guys, it's a two-week free trial. It's normally $7.99 a month, but you get started for free at HuluPlus.com slash The Read, and you can check out so many other great shows. They have The Colbert Report, which is fucking hilarious. They have old episodes of Cheaters. They have My Name is Earl. They have Third Rock from the Sun, like all kinds of shows that you know and love. You can stream them on your phone, your computer, or your connected TV. It's a special deal just for our listeners, and it's a great way to support the show. HuluPlus.com slash The Read. Also, they've got New Girl, just another show that I'm excited for her to come back. So remember to go over to H-U-L-U-P-L-U-S dot com slash the R-E-A-D and try that trial out. You're going to love it. Let's get back to the show. Okay. So let's dive into our listener letters. Yes, as always, please send your questions, comments, concerns, etc. to asktheread at gmail.com. And let's get right in. With an update from Novella, the lady last week who was... That's a Spanish soap opera. Yeah. Aren't you smart? I know things. You do. Um, The lady last week who was considering an abortion because of all of the drama going on with her husband. So, 
<clears throat> she emailed us back and said, not long after I sent this letter, I got an overwhelming bout of support from my family and his family and our friends, most of which offered to help move in and help me with the pregnancy and the baby. I wanted to clarify that the baby was conceived when we were trying to reconcile. And I finally decided um, to keep my baby because I knew I couldn't live with the abortion. Good. Amen. Oddly enough, my estranged husband came and spoke to me and offered to go to counseling so that we can work on some type of cordial relationship for the sake of this baby. We made an appointment for this past weekend, but it's evident he has issues. He is not moving out of the state any longer to help me get set up, and he's working on being a real father, so I feel much better about my final decision to keep my baby. Oh, I'm so glad. It doesn't mean that I won't still file for divorce because the papers are already drawn, and he will get those shits in the next week or so. Damn right. All I care about at this point is him being a father for his child. As for me, I look forward to meeting someone new later on who isn't a fuckboy. Good. Amen, girl. Like, I just want to be clear from last week. I completely support a woman's right to choose. I'm not telling right. you to, you know, I'm not going to encourage you to get an abortion. The only reason I brought abortion up or the only reason we talked about it is because you said you were contemplating one. So I want you to make the decision that if, you want to make. That's right. my whole thing about that. If you weren't going to say something, I was going to say something. <laughs> because I just, I just don't I've, feel like abortion, whether you agree with it or not. And like I said, I don't I didn't even really speak on it because I feel like it is a woman's choice what she wants to do with her body. Not everyone feels the same way when it comes to abortion. So don't jump down somebody else's throat because they don't necessarily have the same views or they don't have a problem telling someone that because of their circumstances, it's okay to consider it. Right. That's all. All right. So let's move on. Our first question this week is from Renee. And this is just so interesting to me, but I'm going to go ahead and read it. All right. It says about four years ago, I met who I believe to be the woman of my dreams. We started seeing each other and she stole my heart. She was absolutely amazing. There wasn't a single thing about her that I can complain about. Shortly after we began, our relationship came to a halt. While I was very happy to be with her, something weighed on my heart. We were a lesbian couple. And while she was very much out of the closet, I was too, but with one hand still on the doorknob. I hadn't yet made my peace with being a Christian Does and a that lesbian. Mean, wait. It means that she was out. Like everybody knew she was gay, but internally she still felt some conflict about oh, it. Oh, like the closet doorknob. Yeah. Like she okay. was out of the closet, but <laughs> she still felt away me. like within herself, okay. which is very common. Okay. Um, that conflict aided me every day until I couldn't handle it anymore. I knew it wasn't fair to her to not completely give myself to her. So I called things off, which is a decision that I regret to this day. We remained friends over the years, but drifted apart. Over those years, I've tried dating other women with no success. But most importantly, I found myself and my peace with God. All throughout those years, she has never left my mind or my heart. I'd give anything to make things right with her and hopefully make her my wife. I truly feels like feel like she's my queen. I understand she may not feel the same, but I think I'd be an idiot not to at least try to reach out to her. My friends say I'm crazy and I should let it go, considering we're no longer in the same state, but I need an outside opinion. What do you guys think? Should I follow my heart or do you think they're right? Thanks for your help. I'm going to let you start this one out. <laughs> Man, that's a really, that's a hard one, Renee, because I, I can say that I've been in an extremely similar situation, similar situation, <laughs> like, like to the letter, actually, it's almost a little eerie how much this letter like reflects a past relationship of mine. And I think that, you know, if you are able to get in touch with her, if you're like able to reach out to her and contact her, then go ahead and do that. If you've already tried to reconcile with her and she made it clear that she had moved on or she wasn't going to, you know, 
pursue a relationship with you again, then I think you have to accept that and let that go. But if you haven't reached out to her yet, then there's no harm in hitting her up and saying, you know, you know, I miss hanging out. Or I miss talking to you since you're not in the same state anymore. And just try to like maybe strike up a text or G chat relationship and then see where it goes from there. But I don't know. Like, it just seems like a lot of times, you know, especially if you broke up with her because you didn't feel secure in yourself as a lesbian. That's just that's the kind of thing that that kind of fucks with people and they don't really want to go down that road again. Right. Like, can you imagine dating a dude for like a few months and then he's like, oh, I don't really know about this gay shit. So I'm gonna have to let you go. Like, right. Nobody wants to have to, you know. Yeah. Nobody wants to have to go through that kind of because that hurts because it's like there's no actual reason for this relationship ending. Right. It's just ending. That's actually halfway <laughs> happened to me before. Oh, no. Like, in, like sort of. I'm waiting. No, I was just in a situation once with a guy who basically, like, was, like, I guess, decided that he just wanted to stick to being with women. Yeah. And and ended up going back to his ex-girlfriend. And they're still together. <laughs> oh, wow. I wonder, yeah. does his ex-girlfriend know that he used to date That's boys? Or the amen to that shit. Stay in the fuck out of shit that ain't my business. Hello? But I think, Renee, you can't really discount how traumatic that is. To date somebody and you feel like everything's good. I'm out. You're out. We're happy. You know, we've hung out with each other's families and friends. And then all of a sudden it's like I get it because I think we've all been there before. I think most gay Christians have had that moment where Mm -hmm. they had to reconcile themselves. But Mm -hmm. girl, like, I don't know. I would say just take it really slow if you really feel, you know, strongly about it Um, and just be very careful. There's no harm in trying, but that. I mean, that could really fuck with a person. So can't be surprised if she's like, nah, I'm cool on that. Exactly. Our next letter comes from Kensington, who says, I want to be completely upfront. I grew up privileged. I'm an African-American that grew up in a wealthy family. I've been surrounded by very wealthy white families all my life. I have a great friend who is white and we've been friends for nine years. We call each other brothers. We share everything with each other. And I'm the best man in his wedding. Uh I flew to Colorado for his wedding rehearsal and he let me crash at his place. I was asleep on the couch and his family must have thought I was, oh, I was asleep on the couch and his family must have thought I was still asleep because they consistently use the N word and mention things like needing to play Jay-Z at the wedding to make me feel comfortable. I was mortified and these nine years that I've spent being his friend seemed like a joke. I woke up and pretended I heard nothing and continued to be myself, but I keep hearing the N word in the back of my head when I look at them. The wedding is Sunday. Help me. What should I say? What do I do? Do I just play the friend role and go back to my life in California? Do I give up on nine years of friendship? Uh, Listen, y'all go through some of the craziest shit. This is not. No, listen to me. I had to pick letters this week and I did not even pick the craziest ones. Like we have some people who are really going through some stuff. Uh, Let me just say really quickly. If you're if you're going through like a legal problem or somebody's abusing you or something, like, thank you for emailing the show, but you need some professional assistance and we're not really the ones <laughs> right. to give you that. Like, I would I would prefer that you contact the authorities in your area. So anyway, right. just just so all you know. we can really like we can give you advice on your boyfriend or whatever. Advice. But girl, like we can talk about, you know, Beyonce versus everybody else. But girl, like some of the more serious issues, you need you professional should, yeah. assistance. However, in this instance, when he okay, so he's saying that the friend actually was not one of these people, but the family was. Yeah, he was saying that his family was saying, you know, nigga, calling him a nigga and saying we got to play Jay Z to make him feel comfortable at the wedding and stuff. Honestly, 
I I don't know if I would give up on my friendship, but I would definitely confront my friend in front of his entire family. Oh Lord, don't do that. I would not at the wedding. No, not at the wedding. Not at all. Well, actually, go ahead and give your advice. Because if you like, I mean, unless you just want to completely just like wash your hands of this entire friendship and walk away from it, then just do that and leave it alone. But if you want to like, if you, the friendship is something that you really want to continue with, I would confront them because it's not like, how are you supposed to like continue your friendship with this, with, with, you know, with your friend and you know that his family is going to call you nigga and talk about you need to play Jay-Z at the wedding which first of all you can play Jay-Z at the wedding yeah you can there's nothing wrong with that holy grail is it goes great at your reception bitch Tom Ford Part is going to have everybody yeah that's first of all that's an okay thing to do how dare in fact, you? I don't think I've ever been to a wedding where there wasn't no damn Jay-Z I will play part two right now <laughs> anyway stop so, being offended I mean I just feel like that is it's it's crazy and it's insane and i'm sure it's incredibly hurtful and i just know me personally like i already have a mouth on me so there's no <laughs> way i wouldn't be able to say something at all at all ever but i mean i'm i wouldn't say it at the wedding i would have been so furious i really don't know how you're going around these people and not going off because i would have been furious right there on the couch so but I think, you know, I think my whole thing is I definitely agree with Kifiri as far as confronting him is concerned, but I don't ever really see the benefit in confronting somebody in front of their family for two reasons. Number one, people tend to get extremely defensive if you confront them and there's an audience just off top. People are automatically put on the defense because they feel like they have to protect their pride or their image or whatever else. And secondly, you're confronting this man about something that he already knows about his family and you're basically challenging him in front of his family to either speak against them or speak for you and that's hard for anybody to do whether they know their family is right or wrong a lot of us i would even dare say most of us are we're just kind of it's it's kind of instinct to automatically ride for your family even when you know they're not right so i think if you want the most honest reaction from him you should definitely confront him but in private and say listen I know y'all thought I was asleep on the couch, but I wasn't. And I heard the things your family was saying about me. And honestly, it really hurt my feelings. And and then based off his reaction, I would go from there. I feel like you could say that in front of the family. I feel like you could, too. But I think his reaction, the friend's reaction is going to be different. Well, I'll be honest with you, because um, the reason I said in front of the everything you just said makes all the sense in the world. Oh, OK. But I guess the reason I was saying is so that you'd have an opportunity to cuss them out. <laughs> you just want to cuss somebody out. Because they deserve to be cussed oh, out. Oh, they absolutely How do. How dare you? But if you're focused on, like, the friendship, then I would confront him privately. If you've already said, fuck this friendship, you know, you didn't stick up for me in front of your family, so fuck you, then go ahead and, you know, publicly embarrass him and cuss them all out and pack your shit and leave. But if you're interested in, in like, if you really feel like, you know, your friend was feeling away but didn't feel comfortable saying it in front of his family then then that's different and you know you could say something to your friend and he just burst into tears and feel really regretful yeah. and then you know that he's like a you know because i mean shit happens and it's family like i just i understand that pressure of family so yeah. i get it but if he's like you know don't take it so hard and it's not that big of a deal and black people say nigga to each other all the time what's the deal bro then you're like okay well fuck you and fuck your fuck ass family motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> this week we're gonna have someone do a clip of us saying fuck back oh my back. god 
Oh my god. No, we'll we're not gonna say that, that much. It was so fucking funny. That though. was hilarious. But okay. yeah. So I mean, I don't know. Kensington, give it a try. That that sucks though. No. Well, good luck and let us know what you do and what happens. Yeah. I'm sorry. That's sad. Okay, let's do another one. Okay. Have one more. Yeah. Last question comes from Devin. And it says I was a pretty late bloomer in middle school and high school. I dated girls, but they all either cheated on me or dumped me for someone else. Don't don't do this. I no, can okay. I'm sorry, I was <laughs> No, go ahead. My junior year in high school, I met a guy who was down low. Long story short, we got cool and ended up messing around. I was upset about it afterwards and felt like shit because I thought my future wife and kids were gone and out the window. Fast forward to now. Hey, I don't know. And I've been with a few guys, but I'm seriously feeling trapped in the lifestyle. I was accepted by some of the best friends I have who are gay, but even still, I don't feel like I truly belong. My question is, do you think a guy who has been with men in the past, but who still likes women can have a relationship with one? Or did that ship sail when they decided to be involved with men? Also, do women care that much about the past or is it truly about who the person is now? This Girl, is Devin, sweetie, it sounds like I'm a little troubled. It sounds like you're just gay, girl. I mean, <laughs> like, I mean, because I don't see like how else you would be confused about whether or not you can have a relationship with a. If you're attracted to women, you can have a relationship with women. The only, like you mentioned towards the end, the only thing that might be difficult about that is you know letting women, your woman know. That sounded kind of um, misogynistic. <laughs> Let me rephrase that. Let your bitch know. Right. Tell letting, that hoe. Letting your girlfriend or whomever you're dating. Whoever you're dating. Letting them know that you are also attracted to men. Because right. for a lot of women, that's like a deal yeah, breaker. It is. And, you know, for a lot of for women. For a lot of reasons. For a lot of men, too. Like, yeah, for a yeah. lot. I mean, not a, like. Like, if you're dating men and you say, oh, I'm also attracted to women, I feel like a lot of gay men would be like, oh, nigga, I don't have time. Yeah, a lot of gays are yeah, just like, Yeah, a lot oh, of gay men are like, girl, girl, I'm not playing them games so, no more. I mean, I don't... I kind of feel like bisexual men get a bad rap as far as that's concerned because... They do, because, girl, and, and men... And I've talked about on the show before the gays who say that bisexual men don't exist. Yeah. It's like, girl, what? Because what? nobody bats an eye when women say they're bisexual. But when men say they're bisexual, everybody's like, girl, quit playing. You know you're a bottom. Like, automatically. <laughs> that is what everybody says. So, I And mean, I think it's because a lot of gay men use, they say bisexual when they're first coming out. And then eventually they're yeah, like, oh, no, girl, To, like, I'm gay. lighten the impact of them being like, gay. Like, literally every man who has come out to me has said that he was bisexual first. And then eventually been like, oh, girl, I'm just gay i don't know what i was thinking like so i mean i get why people think that but that doesn't mean your feelings are any less valid right um i don't think that this is something that you'll just have problems with all the time if you decide that you want to be in a relationship with a woman at some point pursue it there's you can't be trapped in a lifestyle nobody's like holding a gun to your head at the boss it's like right. just do what you want to do like i right I, I i'm concerned that you feel like you cannot get out of being gay like oh no the gays got me like <laughs> if you're attracted to women then I don't I don't want you to feel like because you identified as gay at one point or even still today that I mean, you can still date whoever you're attracted to, girl. Sexuality doesn't have to be that big of a damn deal. Yeah, it's not like, no, I I think you feel like people are putting pressure or you're putting pressure on yourself. Right. And it's just not that it's not that deep. If you like women and you like men, then date whomever it is you want to. Yeah, date. I really believe in the fluidity of sexuality. I don't think most people. Well, I don't think. 
I don't think a lot of people are exclusively hetero or homosexual. I right. think for some people, you know, you might be mostly one or the other, but there are some people who could just date whomever and it doesn't really matter. So, girl, I mean, right. don't don't stress yourself out over it. The, you may not you may have trouble finding a girl who is OK with it, but that just means she's not for you. Because why would you want to have to hide that part of you from a partner? Right. And that has a lot to do with my whole, like, this annoying shit with me, how I feel that um, that people just assume that they know everything when it comes to sexuality and how it works. Yeah. Like, I worded that whole sentence horribly. No, I I get what you're saying. But it's just like, like, when heterosexual people just assume that, you know you're gay because of your upbringing or your environment rather than, you know, birth. Like, girl, do you realize I have the most average ass childhood of all time? Like, like literally nothing spectacular about my childhood at all. And it's the same thing to me with gays who talk about bisexuals and assume this and that and a third. And it's just like how, like you, to me, who you are, you're sexually attracted to has all to do with your mind and your brain. So for you to sit up here and tell me how sexuality works is you basically saying that you understand the human mind. Especially somebody telling you how your own sexuality works. Right. Like you can by all means tell me how your sexuality works because you're the one up in there in that mind of yours. You're the one feeling all those feelings. You know what makes your bean jump. I don't. (laughs) So (laughs) how are you going to tell me? Right. It's the same thing with transgendered people. Right. Like, how are you going to tell this person that they weren't born and, you know, like, how? Yeah, you just can't tell other people that, you know, the way you feel isn't valid. Like, girl, if you feel like you were born in the wrong body, then that's how you feel. Then that's how you feel. And I just don't know what that's like. So I'm not even going to pretend like I can relate. Like, I don't know how that feels. But, girl, if that's how you feel, then that is your business. And you are entitled to it. If you feel like dating women, then date women. It's not... You're not like, it's not just, it's just yeah. really not the big deal that people try to make it out to be. Okay. And you are a grown piece of trade. You can do whatever you want. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm sorry. I'm you joking. ain't shit. You can do whatever you want, love. <laughs> Date who the fuck you feel. As always, you guys send your questions to asktheread at gmail.com <laughs> for the opportunity to have your question read aloud on the show. And let's keep the show moving. All righty. So seeing how this is the read and we love to read, but besides reading, you know, celebs and fuckboys, <laughs> we really do read books. A lot of them. And so we want to, you know, remind you of our other sponsor, Audible, and their lovely treat they have for you right now at audiblepodcast.com slash read. If you go over there now, you can get a free audiobook and a free 30-day trial. And it's an amazing way to support us here at the show and get your life. You can play audiobooks on so many different devices through Audible. If you have a Kindle, Audible will let you switch back and forth between listening and reading without losing your place. If you're a fan of the TV show Game of Thrones, they've got a Game of Thrones on there, which, of course, is a very popular book right about now. Like I said, there's a Spanish language learning book. Just search for Learn Spanish and it pops right up. And that's been really helpful for me. You can uh, read Flowers for Algernon, which is one of my personal favorites. There's so many different options. You will find it all on Audible. Log on now to take advantage of of this special offer just for you guys. It's a free audiobook and a free 30-day trial. All you have to do is log on to audiblepodcast.com slash R-E-A-D to get started. They also have Catching Fire, 
which is the second book in the Hunger Games series. Okay. And that movie is around the corner. Can't wait to get my life. So if you haven't read it yet and you want to be a part of the Hunger Games moving, bitch, you know where to go. You know. It's audiblepodcast.com slash R-E-A-D that for that free audiobook and a free 30-day trial. All right. Let's keep moving. So, dear, it is time to snap off. It is. This is what we do. At three. We read. We read. <laughs> I just man. felt that in my spirit. I mean, we'll let it all out. So, what's it looking like for you this week? So, let me tell you something. And actually, this just started today. If you've never seen the Kid Fury video called A Woman's Work or This Woman's Work, <laughs> something like that. It's classic Kid Fury. My personal all-time favorite Kid Fury video. And in the video, he mentions about how women be going through it. And like it's like Serena Williams like playing tennis in your uterus on your period. Or it's like the Source Awards in your uterus. Let me tell you something. If you don't have a uterus, you just don't understand how this shit works. PMS is real. And today I was tweeting about PMS and how it's fucking horrible because it will literally make you shoot a puppy in between the eyes while like eating a cake and sobbing and like designing a wedding dress. Like, no, it just makes you go fucking insane. No, you just don't. Nothing you say or do makes any fucking sense. You're inside your own body and you're mad about it. Like it drives you the fuck crazy and you, to the point where you're just like my period. If my period would just start so I could just get some fucking relief from these hormones, nigga, like. And if you don't have ovaries, you don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Some man decided to take it upon himself to let me know that women fake having PMS in order to have an excuse to be even more bitchy than they normally are during the week and or during the month. And girl, aside from just the overwhelming misogyny and fuck boyditude of that statement. <laughs> fuck. I like that. Fuck nigger, boyditude. Let me tell you something about my body and the way it works. It's none of your goddamn business, number one. And number two, there is plenty of scientific documentation about PMS. It's a real thing. Just because you don't believe in it doesn't mean it isn't real. Do you girl. really think you're the nigger who came in and just revealed that this was all a lie? Do you think you're the first man to be like, oh, PMS is just some bullshit? I will bullshit your dick, nigger. Oh. I will cut it off and drink it. I will chew your penis. I will spit your balls out in, back into your face. Jesus. Like, no, this is how it makes you feel. It makes you feel fucking violent. I was at work mad at nothing. <laughs> Everything at work is A-O fucking I mean, things are just going great. And I'm sitting there pissed at nothing. People are asking me questions because that's my job. And I'm getting mad. Like, do y'all understand that my ovaries are doing the Y2C right now, though? Like, I just need everybody to go away. I just need to go to sleep for like 22 minutes. I just need like a honey bun and a piece of American cheese. Just give me a minute. Like, I'll be fine. I just want a diet Sprite. Nick. <laughs> It makes you irrational. It can it, it and and usually it's for a couple of days before your period starts. And then once your period starts, you're just like, okay, girl, just give me all the ice cream and all the tampons and all the mydol so that I can just feel like a regular fucking person. Because it's just it's just really not right that we still have to get ourselves together and try to look like something. Like, girl, fuck you today. I'm everything I'm wearing costs less than ten dollars today. Do you know why? Because shit is goddamn comfortable. It's like wearing pajamas outside of the house. And I don't give a fuck how you feel about it. No, I'm not doing anything with myself today. It was a goddamn fucking work of Congress for me to get the fuck out of the house today. Like it was everything for me to get out of the bed. All I wanted to do was lay there and watch like telenovelas and eat fucking dove bars. Like you don't know my life, nigga. So the fact that I actually got up 
up and did something with myself and left the house today, bitch, I am to be celebrated for that shit because this shit is not fucking easy and you do not know what the fuck it's like. So shut the fuck up about women and PMS, motherfucker, because this, you don't, you're not about this life, nigga. I saw some YouTube video where these two men, do you, you're trying not to laugh, it's not right. These two men were hooked up to this machine that simulates like cramps I for a woman. I saw that. I saw that. And after like 15 minutes, they was like, cut it off, cut it off, cut it off, kill yeah, me. They were about they to die. could not handle it. You don't know this fucking life. So shut the fuck up. Only thing you need to be asking me is, do you have everything you need? Are you prepared for what your body's about to go through? You know, is there something I can assist you with? Okay, I'm going to just shut this door and leave you in here until you feel like coming out and talking to me again. That's it. There's nothing else to be said. Let me the fuck alone. Don't touch me. Don't say nothing crazy. Let me have my moment. Shit. <laughs> my friend said earlier, it's like a fucking preseason game in your uterus. Yes, it is. Uh, uh, girl, you know what? Shit. I don't even have the time. I'm just saying, men, let us live because you don't know this life. We don't know whatever life you have. I don't know with your balls or whatever they do. Whatever. I don't know. And you don't know this fucking. I don't know. You don't know this hormone life, though, girl. So shut the fuck up. Well, (laughs) I'm good, though. I feel a lot better now. Yeah. Sometimes you need that. What's going on with you? So let me tell you something about this bitch, Miley Cyrus. <laughs> you know what? I'm going under. You sit your ass <laughs> no, right there. No, I'm just going to go you move. under you the booth. You sit right there and you listen to what the fuck I have to say. Okay. This week, yesterday, in fact, I believe, Miley Cyrus decided to tweet, I know what my, my, uh, I know what color my skin is. You can stop with the friendly reminders, bitch. Can I just, can I just please? No. Okay. I just want to go because you about to be so, go ahead. Listen. I'm going to repeat what she tweeted just one more time. I know what color my skin is. You can stop with the friendly reminders, bitch. Here's the problem with Miss Miley Cyrus. And I have been just trying to smooth past this shit for the longest. But you know what? You done fucked up, bitch. Look. Uh-oh. Well, I can't save you. First of all, Miley, <laughs> you are out here appropriating urban hip-hop culture, which is a part of black culture. And for all of you niggas who are talking about, oh, so I guess being ratchet is just black culture, huh? I'm gonna get to you motherfuckers in a second. You sit your ass down because I got something for you too. But I'm gonna say this much. You appropriating hip-hop culture because, and it's not even because you're from the hood. It's nope. not authentic. Nope. It's because you are trying to wipe away that, you know, cookie-cutter, sweet, honey-pie, Disney, Hannah Montana-ass days, and you're trying to be like, I'm a woman, and blah, blah, blah. Fine, it's great. Everybody, you know, might have a little bit of inner ratchet in them. Fine, whatever. But it's plain and clear to everyone that this is not who you are not too long ago after she cut all her damn hair off i don't remember what award show it was she was performing but she had that haircut and she looked like like um draco malfoy and then she got up on the damn stage and she was singing rock music like it was like a hardcore like met like she yeah. was up there giving you like pink with a little bit of marilyn manson and everybody was like well i guess miley's not a baby anymore but now all of a sudden she's making bangers you know what girl and i said you know what i'm gonna let you do your thing because it's fine you're not the only white artist who's inspired by 
you know, hip hop or R&B and jazz. Look at Justin Timberlake. Justin Timberlake had fucking cornrows in like 2001 and everybody Mm. was like, girl, what are you doing? (laughs) But he grew up listening to, you know, Al Green and Marvin Gaye and Charlie Wilson and whatever. It felt more authentic. It felt more authentic than you. We know what you're doing, girl. You don't want to be the Disney kid anymore. Fine. You want to twerk? You want to do songs with Juicy J and Miley and and Mike Will Made It? Whatever. You know, I just, I said, you know what? I'm going to let it go because after Jay-Z said the same thing about her trying to rebel from those days, I was like, you know what? You're right. I'm gonna let her cook and whatever. Because I actually like that We Can't Stop song. But this is why you're fucked up, bro. Uh-oh. Because how dare you <laughs> make a comment as ironic <laughs> and disrespectful oh, as I know what color my skin is. You can stop with the friendly reminders, bitch. First of all, at least your reminders are friendly, bitch. First of all, bitch. <laughs> You know how niggas are reminded what our what our skin color is. We get stopped and frisked, That's a good or we one. get shot on our way home, walking uh, walking home, yep. or on you know the side of the damn train, mm-hmm. or we get thrown in um, prison. Like those are the ways that we are reminded. Employment discrimination. Empl- like you're getting some tweets. Like you got a few tweets saying, "So Miley, you're the twerking white bitch." Just wanted to remind you. Like, what are you even talking about, right. girl? You're getting re- t- retweets, and our kids are being funneled into the prison, and it's not even real. <laughs> It's not even real. Eminem did the same. He went through far worse. And that's before Twitter and YouTube and MySpace and all this other bullshit. Eminem did it. And, and Eminem, at least Eminem grew up in like, it. Right. He grew up in that and is like off making authentic music. You're playing around and having fun. And that's fine. But don't you dare come out your mouth talking about, oh, I don't need to be reminded what color my skin is. When well, you out here doing making music that's inspired by black people. Bitch, you out here in studios with motherfucking Snoop Dogg and doing remixes that I ain't worried about nothing trying to be a nigga and you like but you don't want to be a nigga right everybody want to be a nigga but nobody wants to be a nigga and it's fine if you want to do that shit it's all well and good she might make this album bangers and I might actually like it because what I like the We Can't Stop song and I like you know all of that hood red shit and whatever okay but watch your mouth that's what the <laughs> fuck I'm saying and everybody was like everybody was treating it like I was saying that Miley Cyrus is like you know some kind of like she like, people were saying that, you know, it doesn't matter if she's white, she should be able to, you know, be inspired by such and such and such and such. And it's fine. Like, girl, I love Iggy. Iggy's a white girl who's inspired by hip. She make hip-hop music or whatever. And I don't feel no kind of way about it. What I have a problem with is the comment that she made. Right. Like, how could you even think that? And then she deleted it, I think, at some point. But how could you even think that that was a smart thing to say? Like, why? if you feel, like, annoyed or bothered by the fact that people keep reminding you, reminding you that you're white, you could have said it at least even if you decided you want to talk about it you could have said it a different way then i don't need all these friendly reminders about what your reminders are friendly <laughs> well they probably aren't actually friendly but let's just keep it in perspective in comparison, Miley Cyrus, right like in you comparison but you really don't have nothing to worry about here you're like you don't live this shit girl you're just playing in this shit all of those big booty bitches who are in that video with you twerking you go ask them what their reminders are like when somebody reminds them about the color of their skin shit. that's what you do ask them about that right like girl really you are playing in this shit you're having fun you're with having it this fun, is your escape fine okay but girl you know niggas live this like this is real like it's not fun and games to just be black 24 7 doesn't work like that life is not a soul train line for us this is not playtime. like you know there's actual repercussions and consequences to being black 
If you're going to do these bangers, then fine. It might actually be a cute little album and whatever adorable, cute way, you know, yay for you. Watch your fucking mouth. That's all I'm saying. Don't say no disrespectful shit like that. And for all of you niggas who are in my mentions caping for this bitch, <laughs> kiss the fattest part of my ass, young woman and young man. Because, honey, what the fuck? Like, they talk about, oh, so I guess being a ratchet is just a part of our culture. You know what? It actually is, girl. It's a small <laughs> yeah. part of African-American culture overall. Yeah. It is. And so is fucking Martin. That's our shit, girl. It it's, just is. Like, it just, it why is. are you ashamed of it? Like, why are you so ashamed? It don't mean that every black person in the world is twerking and wearing gold teeth and fucking, you know, bandanas, bandanas and shit like that. But, girl, that's where she got it from. Right. Why do you think everybody else in this video was black? <laughs> Miley, no. Like, she knows. Like, and y'all sitting up here trying to, like, put on a cave for this bitch. Like, what I'm saying is crazy. Because I called her a uh, fake quarter juice drinking ass bitch or whatever I said. Oh, okay. But, I mean, I mean, she don't even know what a quarter water is. Right. I bitch, mean, you are stuff. not in this. You don't know this shit. So, if you're going to, you know, have fun with it and be a part of it, then go right on ahead, girl. Smoke all the blunts you want and fucking perm your hair or go get, you know, some Kinecolone. I don't know. Some yeah. fucking box braids. Do whatever the fuck it is. No the I don't fuck care. she won't. <laughs> no the fuck she will not. Bitch, if she got some fucking box braids. Bitch, if Molly Cyrus had it, bitch, don't play. Put some pink in no, it. No, girl. Like, girl. Mm-mm, that's not cute. And swing it around. Like, Look at no. you giving her ideas. <laughs> Watch, when this bitch have rainbow colored box braids next week, I'm gonna punch you in your fucking face. No, what I'm saying is if you're going to do that then do it but don't make such an ins- like a very clear insensitive racial comment and then for all of you black people who are like excusing it like what like girl are you kidding this bitch walk out the house with like a wife beater and gold teeth in her mouth and, it, and these people white folk are like oh look at like look at this silly little girl look at cute Miley oh, look at this face she's going through if a black girl walk out with a wife beater and some gold teeth they're looking for her drugs look at this hood rat they bitch. assume that she don't know her children or Take she got her 12 baby daddies oh Trayvon wore a grill on the internet and he's a thug Miley Cyrus wears a grill and it's oh, Miley's so fun I and can't wait for bangers click here to get her grill like girl really so this is this is it girl this everybody is it. calm down that's it I'm well <laughs> and so y'all can say goodbye to your edges because kid fury basically just snatched them and tossed i don't them. give a single smothered fuck how anybody feels about anything that i've said if you like fine. miley cyrus that's fine but you don't have to i think miley is cute I like the song that she made, and I actually like a couple of the other songs that she made ever since she started this hood rat black China Rihanna phase that she's going through. She did a song for Major Lazer called, um, or it might have been for Snoop Lion. Okay. <laughs> but she did a song with Snoop Lion called Ashtrays and Heartbreak or Heartache or something like that, and I liked it. And like, even her in that little ratchet ass, you ain't, I ain't worried about nothing thing, that was a little much. Yeah. But it's like, you know, this whole thing for her could be cute. But like, why would you say something so shot out? Like, shut up. Shut in the 10 fuck years, up. Miley Cyrus is going to have her hair grown back out long and be somebody's mama and driving a Tahoe. Like, remember when we talked about this a million times when Britney did the Yin Yang Twins? Oh, song. yeah. I actually went back and listened to that. And when I heard that shit, I was like, Britney, you are so stupid. But and I at just least got my Britney, life. Britney was country fried Southern trash. That, like, at least well, that. Well, well, she. Miley, <laughs> Miley is. 
Miley grew up Miley's yeah Miley Miley grew grew up up rich rich. Britney is real Kensington Louisiana nigga backwoods (laughs) ass white girl (laughs) Miley grew up with like paved streets and people who had all their teeth Brittany, Brittany a little realer than that. So yeah, Miley started making her own money when she was like three. Right. So, like, girl, yeah. come on. Whatever, Miley. Just shut your mouth, girl. <laughs> <laughs> that wraps up another episode of The Read. And as always, don't forget to send over your letters and questions and things like that. I ask the read at gmail.com again I just want to remind you you don't have to be asking for advice all the time yeah it could be regular questions whatever questions you want also if you have somebody or something that you want to read we have past the read at gmail.com you can send in your reads and we might read them on air yep um we also have to remind you about our lovely sponsors huluplus.com slash the read go over there for your extended free trial and check out all of the shows that they have available for you um, our friends at Ixora BB are having a back to school sale next weekend from August 16th to August 19th. Oh, All of your orders, what? whether you're a first time customer or whether you've been ordering from her for years all orders are 18 percent off during that time frame using the promo code school 18 that is i-x-o-r-a-b-b dot com and anything else i'm off to re- record my response to kendrick lamar so. bitch no you're not yes i am let me go right you want to yeah okay you can do the second verse okay let's go i'm ready we have to go so i guess we'll see you next week bye guys pulling up to mickey d's just for drinks oh yeah that's me nothing extra just perfection and a straw coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block because there are drinks then there are drinks from mcdonald's Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey, y'all. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Everyone knows the holidays can take a toll on your bank account. So if you're looking for creative ways to increase revenue and give your family and friends the holiday treats they deserve, then you need to get started with Squarespace's new feature, Squarespace Courses. As for me, I'm very qualified to help y'all learn how to maybe start journaling every day to get your thoughts out and improve your mental health or... I could teach you how to get on the nerves of every man in a five-mile radius. I'm an expert at that. Squarespace has the tools you need to create and sell your own online courses. You can start with a professional layout that fits your brand, upload video lessons to teach techniques and skills, and then tailor your course with the powerful built-in Fluid Engine Editor. With Squarespace courses, you can create engaging content that your audience will love, then simply add a paywall and set the price. Plus, you can charge a one-time fee or sell subscriptions. It's up to you. Turn your creativity into income with Squarespace courses. Just head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash read to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Again, that's squarespace.com slash R-E-A-D. Let them know if you're in Crystal sent you.